Though people recognize honey as a tasty treat that can also heal everything from cuts and scrapes to seasonal allergies. It can? Its use for mummification often goes overlooked. The ancient Assyrians embalmed the deceased with honey, and Alexander the Great was reportedly submerged in a coffin full of the amber liquid. Stay tuned to hear all about that on The Reluctant Historian. What's up, everybody? I'm Liz Lawson, and this is our Reluctant Historian, Dakota Lawson. This is the podcast where I try to show my husband that history is actually cool. So if you love history, or you absolutely hate it, this podcast is for you. We'd like to begin by recognizing that we are recording on Treaty 6 territory and the homeland of the Métis Nation. We make this acknowledgement and recognition that we are settlers here on the land that belongs to the many different First Nations of Turtle Island. Okay, Coda, what do you think we're talking about today? Ooh, uh, I mean, embalming, mummifying people with honey, which is crazy. And but I, I mean, well, I mean, I'm giving you finger snaps. Yeah, I mean, well, it wasn't hard to figure out. You kind of gave it away, but like, <laughs> sorry, when I when I was like, whew, I was thinking about you can use it for like sealing like cuts and shit. Apparently, that's crazy, right? Yeah, it's I, interesting. I thought it was just used as a tasty treat. That's right. Which I wouldn't describe that as honey. Yeah, I mean. I mean like a breakfast thing i wouldn't say like oh i'm just gonna go into the take a slab of honey you know you're not winnie the pooh <laughs> i mean um, you do wander around without pants on so. it's true i do <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah i i found mummies i like mummies cool brendan fraser man yeah that's right yeah all right well today's oh shit episode oh shit which i've been calling holy shit episodes which is not what they are they're no. the oh shit episodes uh is called the mellified man which you're right, is about embalming people with honey. So today's topic is a little bit cannibalistic in nature, but not mm. going to turn your stomach in the way that the Armin Mives and Bernd Brandt's episode did. Yes. So don't worry that you're going to get freaked out about something disgusting. Cool. Although you might get disgusted by the torture. Well, we'll see. But I also am just thinking about, you know, say the mummy, Brandt Fraser's yeah. mummy, was mummified using honey, and then he woke up from his slumber... And maybe he'd be a little more, le- like, less cranky maybe. if he was involved with honey. And he could be like, oh, what a tasty treat. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Today, we're going to be talking about the mellified man, which was a legendary medicinal substance created by steeping a human cadaver in honey. The concoction is discussed in Chinese medical sources, including the Bengkao Gangmu of the 16th century. The Bengkao Gangmu also known as the Compendium of Materia Medusa, or the Great Pharmacopoeia, is a Chinese herbology volume written in 1578, and it lists the traditional Chinese medicine that was known at the time, including plants, animals, and minerals that were believed to have medicinal properties. Okay, so basically to break that down for yeah, you. Yeah, thank you, because yeah. I didn't understand a goddamn word That's you said. Fine. So there was this book of Chinese medicine written in 1578, and it talks about the um, use of mummy honeys honey mummies to oh honey mummies <laughs> hey a, honey a honey mummy uh to heal people a honey mummy to heal people yeah using the the pieces of the mummy to as healing properties like they had to eat them correct whoa yes so, okay you get into that more i do yeah yeah okay. so because i have f- questions but i want to sure and to be fair um 
well, I say it later on, but I'll say it right now too. They're not sure if this actually existed. There is written records, but they're also like, there's no archaeological evidence of it actually happening. Right. But like, if you're eating it, how would there be archaeological evidence of it? Yeah. And also, if they're writing it, or like the people at the time, are they just like, we're going to prank people of the future? Yeah, we totally <laughs> ate these mummies. Oh. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> They, they they got we're gonna punk them. That's you're obsessed with Ashton Kutcher and punking people. Obviously, I I wanted him to bring it back. That's fair. To begin, some of the earliest known records of the mellified corpses. So mellified mm. actually means using honey to make a mummy. Thank so you I'm going to say that. that to the audience. I knew what it meant. You're but welcome. The audience didn't. That's right. So the records of mellified corpses comes from the Greek historian Herodotus who was writing in the 4th century BCE and recorded that the Assyrians used to embalm their dead with honey. A century later, Alexander the Great's body was preserved in a honey-filled sarcophagus, and there are also indications that this practice was known to the Egyptians. In fact, honey had been used in funerary practices in many different cultures. For example, Burmese priests have the custom of preserving their chief abbots in coffins full of honey. Its reputation both for medicinal uses and durability is long established. Honey also has a reputation for being used in torture. Scaphism remains one of the most macabre execution methods ever devised by humankind. Created by the Persian Empire around 500 BCE, this ancient execution method was also known as the boats, as victims were placed into hollowed-out logs or boats before their suffering even began. The, sorry, like so that it was covered up, or like yeah, so, so they, they were like fo- little boats and then they were covered by the boats. claustrophobia. Well, just you wait till the rest of this. With their heads and limbs sticking out and their bodies trapped inside, the victim was force-fed milk and honey. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Their uncontrollable diarrhea filled the boats as as executioners poured honey over the victim's face, and vermin arrived not only to feast upon the prisoners, but enter into their bodies to fatally eat them from the inside out. Okay, sorry, I want to... Let's take a step back here. So they started that off by feeding them milk and honey. Yes. And but like lots of it. Yes. And to the point that where they shit themselves. Yes. So they had doo-doo in their boat. Yes. And then after their humiliation in that sense was over. Yes. They poured honey on their face. Yes. And then vermin like rats. And bugs, yeah. And bugs would come and eat the honey off, but also nibbling at their face. Well, Not just nibbling, but yes. Eating their face. Yes. You get it. You figured it out. Well, yeah, I just wanted to like, that just was like, I wanted just to slow down and like really go through that. That's awful. It is awful. I mean, we've all shit ourselves as adults, (laughs) you know, like it happens, right? One second, you're eating a new prime rib sub at Subway or whatever it was. And then the next minute you're walking out and you shit yourself. You sound like this has happened to you. Who's to say? Uh, but to be made to shit yourself by other than uh, something other than a prime rib sub, <laughs> you know, like that sounds like torture. Yeah, <laughs> because it is. It is torture. You got it. You figured it out. Well done. Yeah. So I mean, this isn't. This doesn't really have to do with the topic we're talking about the me- the mellified man yeah. the mummies but yeah. this was just like an interesting side it's just a, it's just a fun like little side thing <laughs> about honey because the yeah. whole thing is about honey and i yeah. found this when i was doing my research and i was like i i knew a little bit about it mm-hmm. but i was like this is fascinating yeah. so i'm gonna talk about it as well yeah yeah okay so they're stuck in their boats the boats were firmly nailed together to guarantee there was no escape they also smeared the face 
feet, and arms with the same mixture of milk and honey and left them exposed to the sun. This was repeated every day, the effect being that flies, wasps, and bees, attracted by the sweetness, settled on the face and tormented and stung the wretched man that was inside the boat. Moreover, his belly distended as it was full with milk and honey. Distended? What does that mean? Just like got really bloated. So it threw off liquid excrement. As this putrefied, swarms of worms, intestinal, and of all sorts would show up in the honey from the body. While it seemingly couldn't get worse... Executioners would allegedly pour more milk and honey onto the prisoners' soft tissues, namely their genitals and anus, and small insects would flock to these areas um, and would feed on the worst infected wounds. Those infected wounds would invariably begin to leak pus and spur more arrival of maggots, who would also move into the body while delivering even more diseases. It was at this point that vermin such as rats would arrive to gnaw on the dying victim and force their way inside. Oh, God. I did say this wasn't going to be as bad as the Armin Maivas episode, so but like pretty, this is so gross. pretty gross. Yeah. yeah. Now let me be clear: it is unsure of whether or not this form of torture actually occurred. Really? Yeah. There's no archaeological evidence to support it, but again, if they were being eaten by rats, there may not be archaeological evidence. And it does show up in a number of historical writings, just like the Melified yeah. Man does. But at the same time, I wonder if they're nailed into boats. How are the executioners smearing milk and honey onto certain body parts? So Yeah, I mean, there's no archaeological evidence that I shit myself outside of a subway. That's right. But I could tell you right now what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah, so, so I mean, you bring so, up a very good point. Thank you. I guess. <laughs> so, I, so I believe that it happened. Okay. I feel like on these oh shit episodes, I just like... These are real good for like a Patreon because I reveal shit. You do. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, I really wish these one would come out sooner because I, for some reason, it's my kink to let the <laughs> audience know that I have crapped myself. That's true. I mean, maybe one day we'll have a Patreon. Yeah, maybe one day I'll share the other times I've crapped myself. Hopefully. I know them. You just winked at me. So cute. Yeah. In terms of the mellified man, which is what we're here for. <laughs> is it? <laughs> I'm here for the shitting oneself while being poured over honey. So we'll see if you can top that. Okay. Um, the Benkau Gangmu, which is where it was written down in, relies on a second-hand account reporting a story that some elderly men in Arabia nearing the end of their lives would submit themselves to a process of mummification in honey to create a healing concoction. This process differed from a simple body donation because of the aspect of self-sacrifice. The mummification process would ideally start before death. The donor stopped eating any food other than honey, going as far as to bathe in the substance. <laughs> Shortly, the feces, blood, and even sweat would consist of honey, which I'm like, does that actually happen? I don't, I don't know. know. That seems a little weird. Yeah. When this diet finally proved fatal, because as we know, you can't survive on honey alone. You can't? The, the donor's body would be placed in a stone coffin filled with honey. And so, so that sorry, their goal wasn't to die. It was to, no, no, it was. Oh, it was. To yeah. Die. They, so, so like I said, right? Like this happened in Arabia. Men would become old, and they were like, oh, okay, "Okay, we're we're close to dying." So, in order to create this healing thing yeah. to become a healing medicinal substance, we are going to donate ourselves to this. Oh, so this that process. their bodies could be eaten to become in the future. A, yeah. Wow, that's. I mean, eating a mummified corpses bad enough but knowing that it came from an old body 
Yeah. It's even grosser. Fun fact, the Victorians would often steal mummies from Egypt and ground up the bones and stuff and actually like snort it and use it oh, as God. medicine. So Jesus. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I can't even look at old people when they eat, <laughs> let alone eat them myself. <laughs> well, that's fair. <laughs> All right, so um, they're placed in a stone coffin, fill that coffin with honey. And because honey never spoils and has antibacterial properties, it makes for an effective preservative. After a century or so, the contents would have turned into a sort of confection, so like a sugar sweet, reportedly capable of healing broken limbs and other ailments. This confection would then be sold in street markets as a hard-to-find item with a hefty price. So like I said, this was quoted in that book, in section 52 of the Benkau Gangmu, known as Man as Medicine, under the entry for Mummy. Quote, In the lands of the Arabs, there are men 70 or 80 years old who are willing to give their bodies to save others. Such a one takes no more food or drink, only bathing and eating a little honey, till after a month his excretia are nothing but honey. Then death ensues. His compatriots place the body to macerate in a stone coffin full of honey, with an inscription given the year and month of burial. After a hundred years, the seals are removed and the confection, so formed, used for the treatment of wounds and fractures of the body and limbs, and only a small amount is taken internally, which is needed for this cure. Although it is scarce in those parts, the common people call it mellified man, or in their foreign speech, moon-nay-ai. Thus, Mr. Tao, I myself do not know whether the tale is true or not. In any case, I submit it for consideration of the learned." So what I love about this quote is that it shows us how the Chinese would gather their medicinal knowledge and curate that knowledge into a book that would be shared with other healers. So in this case, the person who is sharing what they have learned also states that they don't know whether it is true, but that they wanted to share it anyways with the people who were putting this book together. Though the idea has been circulated for centuries, historians again, so with the torture and with this mummy people, honey mummies. <laughs> Ooh, honey mummies. They have not found concrete proof of mellified men. Some historians believe that the practice of self-mummifying monks and the practice of corpse medicine may have contributed to this legend. However, just because there is no archaeological evidence doesn't mean that it never existed. In fact, both European and Chinese pharmacopias employed medicines of human origin, such as urine therapy or even medicinal uses for breast milk. In her book, Stiff, The Curious Lives of Human Cadavers, Writer Mary Roach says the medicinal use of mummies and the sales of fake ones is well documented in chemistry books 16th to 18th century in Europe, but nowhere outside of Arabia were the corpses volunteers. If you were to do a porn parody of this, you wouldn't even have to change the name of it. Stiff. <laughs> <laughs> mummies were a common ingredient in the Middle Ages in medicine until at least the 18th century, and not only as medicine, but also as fertilizers and even paint, which is why we have less mummies than we actually should have because they were just going around being like let's turn these into fertilizer ah. the use of corpses and body parts as medicine goes far back in the roman empire the blood of dead gladiators was also used as a treatment for epilepsy so i don't have a conclusion to mm. this so dakota what do you think oh that was a that was a quick one it was a weird episode i think yeah. i'm like wow this doesn't make any none there, i didn't do a very good job of connecting ideas but i think it was hard because like this this story is very short. Most of the research was like maybe two paragraphs about it, so I was like trying to combine stuff and yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, okay, so I re I really enjoyed uh, the torture part was very interesting. Mm -hmm. the, the fact that they would uh, eat these uh, 
people and and like the fact that like yeah they're getting these guys are getting old but then they're like in my remaining time here i'm going to just consume honey (laughs) and essentially kill myself yes for the better of people like other people like good on them i wouldn't i wouldn't have it in me that's fair um i mean the ending you know like you didn't uh, i I didn't connect as well and stuff i felt like it was a little stiff uh but <laughs> uh yeah i overall i thought it was good just the the that form of torture i've never heard before and it, it's like yeah insane it's like stuck with you that's yeah. not even what this episode was about what well, should cool. have been maybe here's... this episode is just about uses of honey maybe <laughs> <laughs> here here's the many things you can do with honey you can heal some wounds you can torture your enemies um but Here's a question. So if it's not... Wait, oh, sorry. Sorry. No, I think I answered my own question. This was written down. There was no evidence of it, but it was written down. That's Correct. how we know about it? Which part? About everything, I guess. Yes. The all fact of it... that people were being eaten and stuff. Yes. So that one is like twice removed. So mm. the guy who's giving it to the Chinese writers yeah. was like, I heard of this from somebody who um, has seen it, had seen it. I wonder if it's uh, one of those things where it gets blown up more and more. Like it's like each time it's told, yeah, <laughs> it's probably. a little more exaggerated. <laughs> probably, you know. Uh, but yeah, uh, but I give you a decent rating. Thank um, you. I give this seven point five honey mummies. <laughs> Can out you of say 10. it again? Say it honey mummies. Honey mummies. Honey mummies. <laughs> <laughs> 7.5. You know what? I feel like, yeah, that's probably appropriate. This was yeah. this was a mess, this story. I, was, I enjoyed it, though. There was lots of interesting like, tidbits, but it yeah. wasn't well written. I sorry. <laughs> I, I sorry. <It's>, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I didn't realize that you were um, new to this country. Uh, shut up! Oh. Well, that's all we have for this week. We'd like to thank you for taking the time out of your busy day to hang out with us. If you enjoyed listening to what we had to say, please download our podcast from wherever you get your podcasts why are you looking at me like that leave us a review or tell your friends about us because podcasts really do grow through word of mouth i feel like you're trying to go off of of your head just like i was yeah and like you know it it wasn't work i mean it was great it was great i'll mollify and mellify you with honey oh yeah promise you're gonna be my honey mommy (laughs) so you're lying so if you want to stay in contact or see behind the scenes action, we don't say that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram at the Reluctant Historian. That's it, right? We're all we're trying to go off uh, off of uh, ahead. So, or you can follow us on Facebook at the Reluctant Historian Podcast. If you want to shoot us an email with future show ideas or corrections you may have noted, you can email us at the Reluctant Historian at gmail.com or you can leave us a tip at buymeacoffee.com slash the historian. Little out of order. But it we was got okay. goofy at the end here. That is so unlike <laughs> us. <laughs> so we'll see you next time. Same week, same place. Honey mummies. <laughs> 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 <laughs>